Welcome to Bleachers the Speakers. I'm your host, June, and we're not going to call him B. Foster no more. He is Ford Field Foster. Ford Field Foster. That's fire. That's Ford fire. Field Foster. What's up, Foss? Hey, man. Another another good game, man. That was, that was fun. That was lit. You were in the building. You were in Ford Field, and that's why I call him Ford Field Foster, for those who didn't catch on. Tell me what it was like. What was the atmosphere, man? It was it was electric. Um, you, you love going to games like that just because, you know, there was no there was no down. It was it was all it was pretty much up the entire time. And it was it's fun. This is this is what the Lions experience is always supposed to have been like. And I feel like I just haven't had it. The average, you know, Lions fan has not had a chance to experience this much um, excitement and optimism. And um, shout out to the, uh, the 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 Eastern Market tailgate, the Shed Five little setup they got going on. Real, real fun, real classy. Um, good, good vibes for sure, for sure. That's what's up. That's what's up. So. Yesterday's game, there was the Lions never trailed. And from watching it, there was no doubt. Um, I had a few doubts going in because of the injuries, not because of uh, the opponent or what we're unable to do whatsoever. or, But it was just more so the injuries. I was more concerned about all the injuries. Um, St. Brown was ruled out. Uh, Gibbs was ruled out. <laughs> I mean, that's uh, two pieces of your offense, two big pieces of your offense. Um, it was just, uh, but as the game, you know, played out, there was never a doubt. Uh, they played very well offensively and defensively, and we're going to get into all that, but you were front row and center. Kind of. For- I'm not quite. Well, you know, I mean, just it's just a figure of speech. Well, work yeah. with me now. Work with me now. And, but I'm just saying, you were in the building, and uh, the lion strike first. I, I mean, did did the roof blow up, or was it just like you know, take us through how how it went? You remember the first touchdown? I do not actually. Yeah, I. I I, I'm not even 100% sure which one that was, but it was a running play. I think it was a – was it the QB? Wasn't it, I don't know. One, one, was it a big run by Montgomery, I believe? Okay. Oh, okay, yeah. And you know what? I was kind of just kind of getting into my seat at that point because I didn't show oh, up right. right. Yeah, it, that tailgate was in, you know, the little shuttle. <laughs> and it's, you know. But, yeah. But I mean, it was it was it was electric and it was it was fun. We scored a whole bunch of points. We got some turnovers. Um, we got to see the return of JMO and what that into. I, I think that was one of the first plays I saw was the drop. I want to say. Um, so <laughs> you you would uh, uh, actually sit down and see the drop firsthand. No, it's crazy because the first play I saw the last year when I went to the game was the touchdown by J-Mo. So it was definitely a tale of two different uh, (laughs) highs and lows. But, um, yeah, that was like you just kind of look and you say, ah, that is not how I I missed 
I missed the touchdown pass last year. Like I think I went to the bathroom or something and I came back and I you could hear it on the TV, like the crowd going crazy, and it was like, damn, I missed something. Man, that was but crazy. I I missed it live. So I didn't so it was crazy. Um Montgomery, second game in a row, over a hundred yards. And uh <laughs> he was running that pill. He was running that pill. I, I like what I'm seeing from Montgomery. Um, golf had an efficient game, very mm-hmm. efficient. I mean, can we, okay. He threw for like, I had the total, I had the total. It was over 200 yards, but he had a quarterback, 236 yards pass. Right now to me at just always looking at quarterback stats, if it's under 300 for me, I'm like, eh, but. Golf threw 20, 20 for 28, 236 yards, and had a quarterback rating of 132.4. Four total touchdowns from golf. And I believe they put four total touchdowns because I think he got a quarterback sneak. Yeah. Yeah. So I think he had three touchdown passes. So that is – you can't ask for much production like that from a quarterback. I don't care if he just – if he throws for less than 250. Like, that kind of efficiency, no turnovers, because we know God, what's been happening, like, after the streak. <laughs> you know, he threw it in, he threw a pick six in Seattle, and then he threw another interception the next game, and – uh, he cleaned that up this game. He didn't have any interception. Um, I don't think the Lions turned the ball over at all, did they? No, no they didn't. No turnovers. And uh, the turnovers that were um, that were forced, they capitalized on. Yeah, and, and keeping and we can't uh, we can't look past the fact that two of of his most um dangerous weapons as far as in the air didn't play the game you know the number one receiver and gibbs catches the ball quite a bit out the backfield as well so um you know that's you know you he would be more susceptible to a turnover possibly throwing the guys that he's not used to throwing to as often so now now the game ended at 4224. Now, did you leave early or did you sit and watch every We sat and watched the entire – I think we left with a minute. I think when it was time to kneel, I think we started walking out of the stadium. So we so we stayed for – because I think a lot of the people around – a decent amount of people around us were kind of headed – were kind of headed for the, for the parking lot about halfway through the fourth quarter when it was pretty much in the bag. It was in the bag. So. So you did see – the way Reynolds was running the ball. Yeah, that was huge too. That was that was he stepped right in and and yeah, he had about yeah. 60 plus yards. And it was cool Witty. to see it was cool to see Montgomery like when Reynolds would normally know to, to lead a game because you know, get it back to the to the number one, you know, running back. Montgomery was like, nah, you doing your you doing your thing. Stay out there and and you know, get you get you one. I like I like the mentality of Montgomery. He even was he even 
said yesterday, you haven't seen anything yet. Um, we just, I'm just getting started. Yeah. So you li- you like to see that the running game has been mm-hmm. working. Uh, like I said, Montgomery had over 100 yards, and and Craig Reynolds came in. At, and I know it was garbage time, but at the same time, you need to run. And he did a very good job running the ball. He looked uh, fast. He he looked like the vision was there. Uh, I mean, not Jameer Gibbs fast, but he was, you know, he ran the ball. He ran the ball, and that's something you like to see. Josh Reynolds is – he played a great game. And Marvin Jones had a catch yesterday. It was a Marvin Two Jones. Two of them. Two of them. He, he, he had a couple catches there, uh, Foster. I mean, he wasn't just blocking yesterday. He, 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 he's in the Cardio. stat sheet. Yeah. <laughs> Laporta. Laporta. We got to talk about Laporta, too. Laporta. That's the best tight end in the game right now. Most yards. Yeah, man. That is – I mean, considering Kelsey sat out a game, uh, but you still have you still have Kittles in there. You still have, you know what I'm saying? So that's saying a lot. And he had Not two touchdowns. Else. Yeah. yeah, he had two touchdowns yesterday, and he looks the part, like the tight end position. Like that was one of those one of those draft picks where I was like, I don't know, man. You know, it just just made me look crazy. Made, thanks, Laporta. Thanks, Laporta. Thank you. I appreciate that. Now, Foster, we're going to get into uh, these uh, offensive grades. So I just got to ask you, how would you grade the offense yesterday? Uh, I believe I gave the offense a – I gave them a solid A. I gave them a solid A. I would have been willing to give them an A+, but there were points – there were – points in the game that were I feel like we were super vanilla and regular and and there were there was definitely a couple a handful of um times where I was kind of like really that was the play um <laughs> I I will give them an A and not an A minus because I I do remember one point and then next thing you know reverse flea flicker and I was like okay well that that's what I was looking for um, mm-hmm. even the play, which I, I couldn't tell because of course I wasn't on top of the field. I could, I couldn't even tell that that snap went through golf's legs directly to the running back. I couldn't, I, you know, one of our, one of our homeboys put it in the group chat and I didn't know what he was talking. I was like, what is he? I didn't, I didn't realize that, that that had happened like that. Like that's, that's one be of the first. benefits of watching the game at home foster and the replay too. Cause they, you the know, replay, they that's what I'm talking about. yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I didn't peep that until I got home, but I, that's something that I've never, I've never seen before. And if you notice, um, every, a lot of people have noticed that flea flicker play, the 49ers utilized it that night against, um, the Cowboys and in, in the routes that was that game. But, um, Ben Johnson just continues to show the creativity and make things happen. Cause, uh, yeah. 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 No, sorry, Clom, I, I didn't get to the comments, but I see you now. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Foss. Yeah, no, it's crazy because I was uh I was at the game and I was watching and I well, yeah, I was I was at the tailgate and I see all these old jerseys of um running backs that we used to have, such as Javid Best and uh Amir Abdullah. Mm-hmm. And and you remember it's like wow, we went through a lot of running backs in between 
Barry and we've only got Kevin Jones and we've only got it right just a handful of times. A lot of those guys you only just said some them. athletes we had at running back, and I just and these got guys mad were all burners. Them. These guys were real yeah, burners. Best Kevin Jones, yes, yes. Yeah. You know Swift now, so um, <laughs> but yeah, me. um, what was I talking about? I got off. I got off track for a second. But. Uh, that's my fault, man. That's my fault. We were great in the offense, though. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, oh yeah, just how Ben Johnson has continued to, despite the fact that Montgomery didn't play one game, Jameer didn't play this game, uh, uh, St. Brown didn't play this game. He still, mm. it seems to be a seamless transition, no matter who's it, who, you know, who's out. So, um. Yeah, definitely an A grade as far as the offense. Well, I don't I don't give out A pluses. I mean, you have to have a perfect game. So, but it was definitely an A for me. Um, and the biggest thing were the biggest things were no turnovers and capitalizing off the turnovers that was for, forced. And they weren't settling for for uh there were no field goals when they got those uh turnovers. I mean, I know the uh, the Hutchinson interception was deep on, on, you know, in their territory. That's one thing. But the, uh, I think it was the, was it a fumble that they scored on after that? Or I know it was another I know, turnover. I know Harris, um, Will Harris recovered a fumble. I don't know what the end result mm-hmm. was for that, but, but well, yeah. One of the, the yeah, one turnovers, it wasn't like deep in the, deep on the other, uh, deep in, you know, and, in or red zone territory, but capitalize off of it. It was seven point. It was a it was a flea flicker right after that. Ah, yeah. That was uh they they did the flea flicker after a turnover. So it was like the first play. So that's, that's the way to do it when you get, that's you get the way the to do it. I mean, yeah. it was just um I don't think I'll ever grade out as an A plus, but Never. the offense. Nah, man. That's, I mean, you, you would have to do a whole lot. Got to put up like sixty. Got to put up a sixty ball, right? <laughs> I mean, if if you look at it, you, you have to ask what else do they have to do? Because I read you golf's uh, golf's numbers, right? Yeah. And you had a hundred yard rusher on top of that. Yeah. All you needed was like a even if you got a hundred yard receiver, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then I don't know, man. It, hey, the I Dolphins put up what seventy. Uh, 80? Oh, we're, not, we're not talking about the dogs. That's an A+. Plus. That's an A+. I plus. mean, hey, man, I'm sure they messed up something. But anyway, <laughs> but how, how often do you see 70 points, though? That's football? why you got That's why you got to. <laughs> I mean, I mean, that's probably, if if that's the case, then that's a rare occasion. Like, I, I just don't see me giving out A-pluses. So what my point is, an A is probably the best you'll get from me, and I give them an A. So, yeah. how would you grade the defense? Um, the defense, I graded them an A minus. Um, they did give up twenty four points. Um, as Klopp said, um, the last two touchdowns were kind of prevent defense. Um, they don't really factor as much into the off uh, into the final offensive statistics as you know as you would as as the stats would lead on um mm-hmm. adam thielen had 10 catches when when it was all said and done he, he was, was just, getting down 
He looked yeah. like he was in Minnesota. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's down. he's done very well. He's definitely been um, Bryce Young's favorite target, um, which doesn't doesn't surprise me because yeah, he's doing exactly what he's been doing his entire um, even young career. So, um, but overall, he was just kind of taking his you know ten yards at a time, just you know, just so that we're not giving up any major plays. But outside of that, um, we had uh, several turnovers, which you can, which definitely improves i feel like when it comes to get when when you talk about getting a's it's on the on the defensive side or any anywhere in the a range you got to take the ball at least once or you got to hold them to pause un, under yeah but you but you got to hold them uh, hold them <laughs> under uh you know just a few touchdowns so um outside of that um oh no we had three 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 turnovers because yeah. uh hutch had a pick um, Will Harris had a fumble recovery. Jerry, Jerry. your boy Jerry, your boy Jerry. Jerry. Hey, tie tie for the uh tie for the lead uh league lead with three interceptions. So, hey man, get that um, man a bonus, man. Get that hey. man a bonus. Like, hey, this is that's what Jerry Jacobs, man. That's what mm-hmm. that that's that's what Jerry, man. What you call him, your boy Jerry? Jerry with it with the U, Jerry. The U, Jerry. And you was talking bad about him, boss. I shame you. Right. Go ahead. Right. Right. Um, but I yeah, blame you. the defense is uh is first in the league as far as rushing yards per game at 68 yards per game, which is insane. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they said that after five games, the fact that we only have 342 rushing yards uh given up is the least since 1942, which is just one of those wild stats that's like like 1942, like what was going on in the 40s? Like that was <laughs> but um but yeah was there anything else i had to say of course hutch had another great game um he had a sack to go with that interception mm. and uh, um yeah that's it that's it you know what um i definitely i graded him out as an a uh because of the turnovers and like i said though the there were two uh, touchdowns and in, in garbage time. The game was, it was over at halftime as far as I was concerned. Uh, I think it was 28-10 at halftime. And uh, I'll, now, you know what? I'm going to give them an A- minus because they let, they did allow uh, Bryce Young to get down a little bit. He, uh, <laughs> he had his first touchdown passes against us. I mean, I, I mean, it was, but, you know, you're only going to hold that young man down for so long. And, uh, I, the defense played pretty the, the game was never in doubt. It was just never in doubt. Um that pass rush looks something terrible. Like it looks relentless and scary. I had there was a scary moment though. After the interception when uh when uh Hutch got hit, he couldn't do the stanky leg. That's, that leg was hurting. Hey, no, yeah, he <laughs> took a hard hit. He took oh, he a hard hit to his hip. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah, got popped was. and he limped to the side, but uh, you couldn't see it, Foster. But on TV, he was sitting there with a trainer, laughing. Okay. So, I, so you knew he was fine because he was he was laughing. He was, you know, he was celebrating and laughing. But there was a trainer in front of him. But I'm I'm sitting here waiting, and I'm waiting like hopefully he's going to get back on the field, and he did. Like 
he was out there the next series. So he's probably got a mean bruise though. <laughs> oh, he's feeling it. He's feeling it today. Yeah. He's feeling that today. But uh, we're gonna pay a couple bills real quick, and then we'll get back to the coaches' grade. What do you think about that, Foss? <laughs> Okay, Foss, tell me what you how you grade the, the coaches uh this week. Um, I gave the coaches an A minus. Um, I think that they handled business. We were definitely the favorites going into the game. Um, we were at home, of course. And, you know, it, it nothing nothing about the Carolina Panthers seemed scary. And they but they made sure that this team was ready to go. There was no letdown. Uh, given the fact that we were heavy favorites, um, we were able to pull some 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 more trick plays out that um, I feel like we're just slowly unfolding some of those a little bit at a time because we, we do have some games upcoming that we are going to continue to get tested. And I feel like you don't want to show too much, especially when, you know, we it just wasn't necessary in this game. Um, I think that at points we do. Um, and, and this may be just kind of the underplay for the overlay or however you want to call it. But um, I feel like we do display uh, some conservativeness. And um, I, I think that has uh, there's probably multitude, a multitude of reasons to why that happens. But, you know, we are we are still trying to work JMO into the fold. We're still trying to work Gibbs into the fold. We did not have our number one receiver yet. And still we put up 40 plus points in spite of all that. So. You know, I, I don't have too many complaints from them. And, uh, you know, blowing out a team that is 0-4, is, that's what we were, you know, we very well could have, could have been in a close game that shouldn't have been. So when, when we can beat the teams that we're supposed to beat, that's what good teams do. They don't have those letdowns um, when the pressure, when, you know, when the the pressure just wasn't really on at any point during that game. I'll never forget last year, Carolina was not a good team. And we were trying to make the playoffs and went down there and laid an egg. So uh, the teams that you're supposed to demolish and the teams you're supposed to, you're supposed to win against, they are winning. And we always get seem to give Coach Campbell some love. And we always, we we worship Ben Johnson. We don't. We only slam Aaron Glenn. That's true. When that, he when does that, not when get it's the a same. bad defensive game. We have to show Aaron Glenn some kind of love because uh, defensively, they look good in every game except the one against Seattle. And Seattle's been moving the ball pretty good against everybody except for the Rams at first game. But uh, and but it, that that was just we got to show Aaron Glenn some love. And uh, it was cold, boy. It was <laughs> cold out there. Yeah, man. It, it, that wasn't typical uh, Carolina, Carolina weather. But <clears throat> yeah, that, it was. Uh, but we got to show Aaron Glenn some love. That defense is playing. Uh, it was a well coached game, uh, offensively and defensively. I think the way they the way they use uh, Laporte 
and Josh Reynolds in the absence of St. Brown and Raymond in the absence of St. Brown. Uh, they made it work. Uh, they, they took, they took advantage of matchups and lineups and, uh, it was a game never in doubt. And that's a well-coached football team, um, that we saw Sunday. So what I'm going to do now, Foster, it's your time to shine. And what we're going to do, I'm going to step back like I usually do and let you talk about, uh, this week's player of the game. All right. Feature um, player of the week. I messed that up totally. I'm sorry. This is the feature player of the week, Foster. All right. So um, this week we're going to uh, look at what I described as the center t- centerpiece to the culture of um, the defense, and that is Aiden Hutchinson. Um, I feel like he's a guy that we, you know, we talk about some of the other guys, but he's so consistent and um, such a constant that sometimes we take him for granted, even though he shows us the reason why he is, um, you know, the overall MVP of the defense um, when it's all said and done. But Aiden Hutchinson is a uh, local guy. He, he's actually from Plymouth, Michigan, and he ultimately stayed um, stayed at home and went to the University of Michigan and had a great college career. Um, he was drafted uh, second overall. We appreciate Jackson, Jackson, the Jacksonville Jaguars for uh, picking uh, Mr. Walker ahead of him um, because um, they definitely made the wrong pick, in my opinion. But um, so, yeah, he was the number he was the overall number two pick um, and he had a pretty good rookie season. He started a little slow, um, but overall he had nine and a half sacks. He had three interceptions, which is you know one, definitely one of the most impressive um, parts of his uh, stat line. And he got he ended up getting second in the uh, defensive rookie of the year uh, award, obviously, to Sauce Gardner, who was also a Michigan guy, uh, Detroit um, uh, a cornerback from Detroit, in fact. Um, so, yeah, he's having uh, thus far, he's having another really, really good year. Um, he's a versatile defensive lineman who's able to um, play the inside as well as the outside. He equally is able to uh, be a pass rusher as well as stopping the run. We are the number one defensive ru- rush team rushing against team. Um, and he is a big part of that. And he's also able to defend against the pass, of course. He had three last year uh, interceptions and he has one um, as of yesterday. So he's very versatile. He uh, does it all. Um, he leads the league in in pressures as well. Uh, like I said, he has four sacks, four and a half sacks this year. And he's um, well on his way to he's on the pace to have 15 sacks if he keeps at the pace he's going at now. And he's well over the uh, close to half of what he had last year because he only he had nine and a half sacks last year. And he's got four right now. So um, he's almost halfway there. And, um, yeah, he's been a, a pivotal, of course, a, a, a pivotal reason to why our defense has, has improved as much as it has. And um, if the Lions can continue to put people around him, um, it'll make his job even easier. But I, I think that no matter no matter what, I think Hutch is going to be a consistent, constant defensive player. Um, he's one of those guys that – you know, it's early in his career, but of course, I, I think we would all love to see him play for the next 10 plus years in Detroit. I can't see him being anywhere else. Once again, Jacksonville Jaguars, I appreciate you uh, for pick. Uh, I, I don't even know what I think his last name is Walker. I want to call Walker. him Jimmy Walker. Huh? He starts with a T. 
Starts with a T. Yeah, I want to call him Jimmy Walker, like uh, JJ from Good Times, but I, I, no, I think that no, is incorrect. No. <laughs> but, it's very incorrect there. Yeah, that that is not correct, but it it sounds good at the same time. Um, but yeah, that is our feature player. That is the centerpiece of our uh, defense uh, defense as a whole, but of course our defensive line. And um, this defense just continues to impress from week to week. I, you love to see it. Aiden Hutchins, can you, future player. Can you imagine if Jacksonville had a took Hutch? I mean, just where we probably would have went uh, defensive end, but it would have been it would have been either Walker or uh, Thibodeau. That's right, Kayvon Thibodeau. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Thibodeau. It would have been it would have been one of those two, and neither it one of them would have been. Not, it probably would have been Kayvon. I think. Yeah, it it probably would have been, but and and as you can see, they're not doing what Hutch is doing. So, no, it was a blessing to get him. Trayvon um, Walker, by the way, I had to look that up. Yeah, My I bad. knew it started. My bad, big dog. <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah, you got I knew it. it, you it got right. yeah. But uh, just imagine if we if we went in another another direction by not by choice, you know we, but we lucked up. We got the best defensive end in the draft, and he's making dividends. Uh, he has an interception this year as well. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, yeah, he's and but the most impressive thing about Hutch is his hustle every play. He's his yeah. motor is nonstop. I mean, he gets held, he gets triple team, double teamed. Uh, but you see that effort just about every play and you yeah. can't ask more than that not to cut your wisdom but when you when you think about Campbell guys I mean he is the epitome of that um he's a you know hard worker no no nonsense guy you know he likes to get his jig on on the on the field gets his little dance his little Dougie his little stanky leg but um he handles his business and one thing that I did notice about him which kind of threw me uh which um surprised me is he's six seven like that that dude is a monster like for him mm-hmm. to be that tall, like he fills out, he pause, but he fills that frame out like at like six, seven. That's a that's a gigantic individual right there. And um, yeah. and, and it doesn't surprise me that he gets his hands on as many passes as he does, because I don't know what his wingspan is. But when you're six, seven, you can get you, you can get your hands on, on some uh, on some passes for sure, for sure. So um, that probably won't be his last interception. And he's and he. He's got some hands like Tracy Walker might have to. Hey, he, that's a he could be a tight end. Watch out for for Hutch. That that interception was just it was one handed and he was off balance and he he snagged it. So yeah, he went and got that. Yeah. So. Shout out to Hutch, man, I uh, feature player of the week. <laughs> Well, we lucked up with that one. We did. Um, boss, right about now, we can also, after, you know, we're going to wrap this this portion of the uh, show up, but can you give me your offensive and defensive players of the game? Offensively, I almost wanted to give it to Josh Reynolds just because he was playing that primary number one receiver once again you would have thought that he was the everyday number one receiver the way he played. I mean, the pressure was 
the pressure was on, um, given that they didn't have to worry about St. Brown. He was the focal point and he still got the job done. Um, and I want to say he he got a did he get a reception touchdown? I'm not 100 percent sure. He got he one. He got one. He did. Did he? Yep. Um, okay. but Sam Laporta had two. He had the um so he is uh, currently the number one uh, number one tight end in the entire NFL, the most receiving yards. He's got a few touchdowns to go go um to go with that. So, you know, gotta I feel like he's won the offensive player at least once before. Maybe it was last week, but um but yeah, I'm I'm gonna go with the I'm gonna go with the rookie, man. Show the rookie some love because hey. That that pick wasn't the most popular pick when it when it was when it was uh put out there, but he's he's making he's proven a lot of people wrong with with how he's been playing since day one, since the very beginning. So Laporta. Well, um, I have to I have to be different, Foster. Do it. My offensive player of the game was Jared Goff. Yeah. yeah. We haven't shown him any love this year. Um, the quarterback, yeah. he, they get all the love. So it's like, eh, you know. But, this is game five. He hasn't won an MVP yet. And well, he was he was 20 of 28, 236 yards, four total touchdowns, passer rating of 132.4. I don't think we could uh, debate, you know. I mean, you got you picked who you picked, but you can't, you know, fault me for saying, hey, no. Jared Goff is your player again. I no mean, picks. No get, picks. No picks. No turnovers. He uh and he was under pressure a little bit. Uh the pass rush got to him a little bit. And he could have very easily coughed up the ball or threw something, threw an errant pass. So, but yeah. you know, for me, it was Jared Goff. Who you have defensively? Awesome. Well, I want to say one, one more thing about Jared Goff. Uh, for one, he's the the highest rated quarterback right now as far as the PFF ratings, and Uh-oh. he has um, the most the most completions over twenty plus yards out of all the quarterbacks. Even Tua, we know Tua puts that ball in the air. He's got Tyreek Hill. He's got Waddle. He's got all those weapons on the outside, and Goff has more. <laughs> Has more, and and this is a guy that's not known for the deep pass. So, however, he's getting that's the job without, done. That's without a legit deep threat on the field until Sunday, right? And Jamison Williams has 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 yet to. Um, I think he he actually did have two catches. Um, I think a couple short screen routes that we weren't able to get him yeah. going on. But, um, yeah, we haven't even really unleashed our deep threat yet. And he has all those 20 plus shout out to Laporta though. Cause I think Laporta is probably has <laughs> the most or up there with the most um, 20 plus yard receptions, if not like Reynolds or the obvious Brown, but yeah. Yeah. For sure. Defense though. Wait for Marvin Jones to get a couple deep passes, man. <sighs> nah, nah, I'm, I won't hold my breath. Hey man, a player can dream player can dream defensively. Who you got Foss? Defense is pretty obvious. Um, Hutch leads the league in pressures. Definitely had some more pressures this game. He had a sack. He had an interception. And, uh, you know, heart heart and soul. He he was the uh, highest rated defensive player on the, on the Lions. And he, uh, once again, had another, another good game of, of stopping the run. 
So mm-hmm. that one was pretty easy. Um, your boy, your boy Jury made a nice, made a, Jury. Made a nice, nice claim though. Nice claim. Yeah, um, you got to give it to Hutch. You got to give it to Hutch. Uh, the interception. Uh, got a sack, and I know he had at least one tackle for loss outside of that uh, sack. So, uh, Hutch is uh, he's earning it. He will be at this pace. He will be in a Pro Bowl, and like you said, fifteen sacks, which I don't expect him to get fifteen, but I do expect him to get ten at this pace. Uh, he yeah. had nine and a half last year, so right. you get double digits and sacks. And you're only in your second year. I mean, he started uh, slow. He he definitely had a couple games where people were like, I don't know about Hutch. Maybe this wasn't. Can you imagine people were saying that this may not have been the pick that we all wanted it to be? Um, but he kept it, kept that consistency throughout the the second half of the year because we did struggle defensively as a team early on in the year. So um I, I expect him to keep a a nice pace for the rest of the year. I got a homie that's a diehard uh, Lions fan. And you know how you started the year last year? Was it one and six? Something like that. It was something like that. We started the year last year, one and six. And he made a post and he was going off. And he was like, <laughs> you know, this person needs to stamp it up. And Hutch, you're not doing it. And he's a big Michigan fan as well. So he's like, mm. and Hutch, you need to step it up as well. And then after that, <laughs> it's been together. yeah it's been it's been up is he he's been he's been showing and proving why he was the second number two pick and uh considered one of the best uh pass rushers in college his senior year so uh yeah man that, that'll that do it for the lions versus carolina that's one of the books for those we are four and one, and who we got next, Foster? Who who we play? Tampa Bay Buccaneers in Tampa. In Tampa. In Tampa. Uh, Tampa Bay's been one of those teams that's been secretly good. Mm-hmm. Quietly. Like we, didn't, Quietly. We, we, we haven't expected a lot. From, uh, they beat Minnesota. I watched the entire game versus Minnesota, their first game. And they kind of hung around, right? Yeah. Kind of hung around, and they stole that game. And then um, played somebody else that was good the next week and lost. Eagles. The Eagles. They're the Eagles. But <laughs> they were in the game for a minute. They were in the game. So, uh, ah, man, this team here. It's not going to be an easy game. I tell you that. But before we get into going to any further, Foster, we do have to pay some bills. Give us one second here. I think we have to do what we do pass rush rise versus um, Baker Mayfield. I think he had, he tends to throw the ball wherever under pressure. And that's something that's going to have to, uh, 
take place Sunday. Uh, so they changed the game time to four o'clock, and a lot of people are disappointed because I know people that are traveling down there and uh, that are that are going to that game, and they had flights oh, coming back. Later. Oh, yeah, they had flights. I know a particular person that had a flight at seven o'clock to leave. <laughs> Can't do that. And the game was supposed to start at one. So he would have had plenty of time. Right. But now it's like he has tickets and he's trying. I know he was trying to sell his tickets while he was down, you know, wow. while he's there. So because he know he has to be back. There's no way he can uh, miss it. He can't miss his flight. He has other and uh, other stuff to do. So that was a pain in the butt. But why did they move the game back, Foster? I have no idea. So you know, so the game is on Fox, and okay. I believe, and you get TV, you get TV slots. You know, so either Fox gets a one o'clock and a four, or how does that work? They only play three games between Fox and CBS. So either Fox gets two at that one and four slot or CBS gets uh, a one and a four. So basically it was a TV. um, It was a TV thing to where we got a national televised game to where not just Detroiters and just Tampa Bay people get to see it. The world world will get to see it. And right now it's the lines are hot. People want to see them. And they want to, you know, people want to see what, you know, what the fuss is about. So um, it's it's good for our good, good for our exposure and marketing and all that good stuff. Um, but that's why we got to come in there and um, lay the wood, lay the wood, because, um, you know, the, the the eyes are on us now. We got a Monday night game. We got we got Thanksgiving, of course. Um, we are. They already saw us versus the Chiefs. So. Game of the week. Boom. There it is. Yeah. yeah. He's asking, but probably. Oh, is he asking? Oh, prob- probably. Probably. Um, probably. And I, I think that's why they moved it to four. Because obviously it's a normal. Normally the four, the four o'clock games are the West Coast games because they start at one o'clock, you know, West time. So for them to put a four o'clock game in Florida on Eastern time, that's that's a TV slot. That's well, just Last, I mean, yesterday they showed uh, they had Fox playing at one o'clock. Yeah, and then they had the other station, CBS, playing at four. So they, they might go be flip flopping. Yeah, they go. And it they goes back and forth. That, and they probably made that game of the week. So it's starting to make sense now that we're talking about it. Not quite sure. Don't quote us, but we know the game is at four o'clock. That's one hundred percent at four o'clock. And it's a reason why they did it. So we figured it's because of those reasons. Are you worried about Tampa Bay? Uh, do you have any, I mean, we're four and one. Uh, we're four and one, but they're three and one. Um, they are mm-hmm. two and oh versus the NFC North. Of course, we, the, the weakest division in the, uh, in the NFC, I believe um, we have four wins and the rest of the three NFC North teams have four wins combined. Um, but um they're not gonna like you Wednesday if you show up to the to the conference. I, I can't say stuff You're, like you, that. I gotta I gotta lie to say them. That stuff. You can't say it. Okay, to put in context, we have a show on Wednesday with uh a Green Bay representative, a Bears representative, and a Vikings representative. So 
Foster, you can't say those kind of things. We have to talk to those people on Wednesday. Gotta yeah, gotta play nice on, on Wednesday, right? And they're so nice. It's like I wanna talk stuff, but they're so nice. Like it's <laughs> not I read the room and it's like early they're morning. giving lion props and we're happy you guys are it was almost courtesy. He's like, Oh, they're doing good now. We are we we're pulling for you. I think they, I think they're trolling us, Foss. I think, and now that you mention that, I, they might be trolling us. But still, I don't want to go in there and and talk crazy yet. Um, but four and one versus three and one, Tampa Bay. Um, they've been playing good football. I, um, I, I would feel very comfortable if we had our if we St. Brown was playing. And Gibbs was playing, and Jamo was playing. I would feel a lot more comfortable if we had our full complement of offensive weapons. Uh, they even said during the week that uh, Josh Reynolds was questionable. Well, uh, I feel like but yeah. before the game, you know, what I'm saying before Sunday's game, and I was like, "Dang, like it's too many injuries, like." <laughs> you know, so and I think we had a backup quarterback that uh uh backup running back that got hurt. Um and, and during the game or wasn't it somebody else that got hurt? Bam Knight? I believe so. Yeah, yeah I don't Knight know. had one yeah, not oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So Bam Knight, um, I think got a I don't know if it was a screen, it was a pretty nice play, it was about eight, nine yards, and then yeah. I think he came off the field as well. So um yeah, we need, we need yeah. Gibbs to come back. Um, but overall, and as far as the, the Buccaneers, like you said, I think it's going to be – the key is going to be getting to Baker Mayfield because I think he is susceptible to making some mistakes. Um, thus far, he's taken care of the ball pretty well. Um, he's got seven touchdowns and two interceptions. Um, and But it, it's another one of those games where it's like, what really jumps out at you? You got Mike Evans who's um, – getting up there in age, but he's still pretty consistent. Um, I think Chris Godwin is probably their best receiver. Um, um, and who I'm, I'm assuming, you know, Mayfield is definitely connected with this year. But um, running game is pretty mediocre, in my opinion. And their defense is about middle of the pack. They're about 15. They're 15th in the league. Um, and I think they're, they're better against the pass. I want to say they're eighth against the pass. And uh, actually, let me look that up real quick. Um, they're eighth against the rush and 19th against the pass because I think they've had some injuries mm-hmm. in the secondary. So there's definitely some uh, weaknesses that we can exploit. And um, I'm, I'm ready to see I'm ready to see J-Mo like he had one game, had a Swift know, had a field day against them, though. You said Swift did? Swift had a field day against them on Monday Night Football. Okay, in uh, the Eagles, yeah. So, that was his um, game. That was a game where everybody was like, we traded Swift. We could have kept him. Was that, Tampa, was that the Tampa Bay game? Or was that, was that versus uh... Tampa Bay. He got busy versus Tampa Bay. Okay, yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I think they they um, are capable of being – I mean, our offense really hasn't struggled for a full game anyways. We've had moments of, of struggle. But overall, our offense has – um been able to to do things in spite of the fact that we haven't been 100 percent healthy 
with all of our weapons all at one time. Obviously, J-Mo just came back. So um, Mm -hmm. I I just hope that we can continue to get healthier and um, not more hurt. Makes sense. Makes sense. So, you know, this is the time where I have to ask you a prediction for Sunday's game. Mm-hmm. It's all on you, Foster. You've been hot. You've been you've find, been on a roll. You, yeah, you're I, I need to find one. The, the records. Um, I know I didn't predict to predict us to put up forty points against Carolina, so I know I was a little off. But I know I predicted on the high end. Um, mm. I was prepared to possibly say that the Lions might lose just because it it is it is on the road. Um, the Buccaneers have oh, been solid. They've, they've oh, done well against the NFC North. And, you know, you, you can't pick them to win every game, right? But um, we've proven that oh, we're role, we're role this warriors. Is this is not good for us. I said I was prepared. Come on, I man. I was prepared. I was prepared. Come on, man. Give me a score, bro. Um, But um, we, we've, we've proven that we can win on the road. We've we've won in more hostile um, in more hostile areas areas than the uh, Tampa Bay, and um, I just I just can't see I just can't see Tampa Bay stopping us. Um, I, I think they're going to score. So I think they are going to score some points. I think they are going to put some points on the board because um, Mike Evans is tough. Chris Godwin is tough. Jury, we we put jury on Mike Evans. We put jury on Mike Evans. Maybe so. Maybe so. He's a he's a big guy. He's a big guy. That that might be the move. Honestly, that might be the move to put him on Mike Evans. Mike no, Evans it's tough. not for us. No, I'm I'm joking. It it was a joke. No, that's a big. If that's you're going big to do that, if you're going to do that, you better shade a, a safety over there with him. Of course, of course, of course. Okay. Got that one's tough too. But um, yeah, I think this is gonna be kind of a high scoring game. Um. I'm gonna go 35-28, uh, Detroit. Taking another. We need, we, need uh, branch. we need branch back too. Yeah, yeah, and I, yeah, I don't know, I don't know. I, I haven't seen too much yet as to what, um, you know, what his update, um, you know, what his updated injury stuff is. So hey, look, it's, it's still early. So I got an idea, right? Okay. Sometime during the week, before Sunday's game, it could be Friday, it could be Saturday, it could be late, it could be later on Thursday. Let's do a little five-minute show on the injury report because the injuries are mounting up, and we can let the people know who's who should we expect to play on Sunday. I think when does the injury report come out for Sunday? I mean, they give – Updates throughout the week. I mean, I think Devontae Adams was just finally like this afternoon given the full, you know, going from questionable to active. So it's it's forever changing depending on, mm-hmm. you know, practice by practice. But I think you have a good idea by at least what Thursday, Friday. Quick five minutes, Joe. I mean, we yeah. we do have a piston show that we're gonna do. Uh so be able, be on the lookout for uh post game podcast sometime this week, uh, where we'll talk about what happened, uh, what we saw Sunday 
with the Pistons preseason game. Uh, right after this at 8 o'clock on Motor City, there's another Pistons podcast. Check out. It's my boy John and his show. Just He's going to talk about Pistons, him and his partners. It's a good show. Check us out right here on Motor City Metrics. So check them out. We also have a Pistons podcast on the very same channel as well. There's no competition. We're all family here. We know uh, they do what they do. We do what we do. We're not going to talk about the same things. It'll be a general consensus of the same things. However, we're going to, they're not going to do it like we're going to do it, and we're not going to do it like they're going to do it. So, uh, so Foss, you got anything before we, got, before we wrap this up, bro? No, nah, man. One Taking it one week at a time. You know, this is an exciting time for the Detroit Lions, but um, yeah, we gotta we gotta play every gotta continue to play every game with a chip on our shoulders because you know we're trying to get we're trying to get that first round by and and in the home game the first you know mm-hmm. that first uh you know first you know first playoff game we want to we want to have at home it's gonna be rocking but we'll get there when we get there one one game at a time we're winning the ones we're what. supposed to win though I I tell you what. Now, if the Lions happen to get playoffs in Detroit, we go into that game. Mandatory. Mandatory. We're going to that game. All right? So we're going to get out of here. Uh, Lions are 4-1, and one, headed to Tampa Bay. Foster has picked the Lions to win 35-28. And, of course, I'm going to give my prediction, and I am saying that the Lions – 